Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Wednesday's five-minute sermon. We are excited about uh, ministering the Word of the Lord to you today. Uh, just God just keeps on doing great things, just blowing my mind about how people are being affected and touched. And it's certainly the presence of God and the anointing of God that breaks the yoke. Uh, Don Head, good morning. Sheila Kelly, Debbie McQueen, good to see you guys and girls. Tammy C. Gillespie, good to see you. This is my early road show. <laughs> Praise God. Persecuted pastors, good to see you today. Good morning, Tammy. How's my friend? We prayed for you last night. Uh, think you're having some problems, health problems, and so we're believing God with you, Tammy. Anita Wagner, good to see you. Amen. All of our faithfuls are jumping on here and uh, looking for old John Johnson, that rascal. There's Stanley Smith. I was just thinking about you, Stanley. There's Sheila Kelly. Good morning, Sheila. Praise the Lord back at you. Good morning, everyone. Anita Wagner says. Evelyn Little, hi. Hello, Evelyn. Good to see you. Uh, hello, Pastor Sonny from Persecuted Pastors. Tammy, thank you very much. Tammy, somebody put in your name. Um, I think it might have been John uh, that put in your name. So we're just praying and believing God for you to be well. Amen. Uh, we don't like seeing you sick. And uh, so we'll continue to pray. Amen. And believe God. And I know it's going to happen step by step as we believe the Lord. Debbie McQueen, good morning and God bless and be with you all. Pastor Jim Millsap, my mentor and friend, good to see you. Amen. And we'll kick off here in just a moment. It just now turned 8 o'clock. Uh, let me give them about another 50 seconds or so to jump on board. James Williams, Paris, Texas, always jumps on in a group. Amen. Jim Millsap, James Williams. Good morning, Stanley, and God bless all. Amen. And bless you and friend back, Stanley. Amen. Uh, James Williams. Hey, Brother James. Um, good to see you, Brother James. Hope everything's going well for you. I don't know if it's raining in Pear Eye, Texas, but uh, we're getting a lot of rain here in Waco, and I know that probably affects your lawn business unless you mow with an umbrella. <laughs> Amen. Greg and Mary Harris, good to see you today. Um, I'm not sure if you're in Texas now or if you're in Mississippi still, but uh, good morning. Janine Cathy, my beautiful bride, is on, and we will now... Go ahead and get kicked off, but uh, it's just a privilege and an honor to preach to you. And I noticed, Brother Millsap, I'm, I'm going to address you this morning, my preacher friend, uh, and there's other preacher friends on here, but uh, Brother Millsap, you know, it just seems like I'm in a pattern of preaching about uh, your strength in God and overcoming storms. And, you know, we got a lot of people on here that are just learning to really live for God. Uh, they know the Lord. Uh, many of you know the Lord, but you haven't really walked with God. I mean, on a daily basis or anything. And, and this five minute sermon and prayer time has really brought a lot of you into focus and commitment. And I am so thankful for that. But, uh, it seems like I preach a lot about that, but I preach every day what the Lord gives me. And it just seems like we're growing you in God and I'm growing in God and uh, and it's all about overcoming and trusting Jesus. And once we learn to do that, then we can move on to the higher levels or the different levels of teaching on faith and healing and, you know, whatever, whatever else, abiding in Christ, 
uh, whatever. But right now, it's like many of you are going through storms, and I just want to minister to you about how to trust God in those storms. Amen. And uh, we're believing God uh, for you in that. But anyway, let's get into the Word of the Lord. In Second Chronicles, I might read it again here a little bit if Sister Haney pops on. She likes to take notes. But in Second Chronicles 22, 10 through 12, the Bible says, But when Athaliah, the mother of Ahaziah, who was the king, saw that her son was dead, she rose, she arose and destroyed the all the seed royal of the house of Judah. She killed all of David's descendants when she saw that her son had died, but but Jehoshabeth, the daughter of the king, took Joash, the son of Ahaziah, took Joash, the daughter of the king, from another mother, took Joash, and stole him away from among the king's sons that were slain, and put him in a, uh, and his nurse in a bedchamber. So Jehoshabeth, the daughter of King Jehoram, the wife of Jehoiada, notice this, she was the wife of the high priest, amen. So she had a godly foundation, and she saw that Athaliah had slain all the heirs to the throne, where she would have no competition taking over the throne. And and the wife of Jehoiada, the high priest, who was also the daughter of King Jehoram, for she was the sister of Ahaziah, hid him from Athaliah, the wicked queen, so that she slew him not. And he was with them, hid in the house of God for six years. Now get this, we got a wicked queen ruling on the throne, uh, and, and uh, Athaliah, uh, she usurped the power, killed all the heirs except one. She forgot about this little baby. She didn't even think about this one-year-old baby. What's this one-year-old baby got to do with anything? So she killed all the grown-up ones and the and the maybe the toddlers and maybe the you know seven and eight-year-olds and ten-year-olds because those kings had a lot of kids in those days. I read the other day where one of them had eighty-eight kids. Uh, but uh, anyway. <clears throat> So now this baby is hidden, one-year-old baby is hidden away in the house of God while this wicked queen ruled for six years. Now, friend, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, Let me go ahead and finish my text. I'm getting excited here. Uh, So they slew him not, and he was with them, hid in the house of God for six years, and Athaliah reigned over the land. Who among us has not tried to keep a secret? It seems like your sins will find you out. Uh, whether it's a sin of trying to keep a a birthday party a secret or whatever, and then you got to tell everybody, you know, a birthday party that you have to fake it. You know, when you get there, like, oh my goodness, you shouldn't have, and yet you knew about it for ten days. You know what I'm saying? Uh, somebody will tell you, uh, you know, they're going to have a secret party for you, but don't tell them. You know, act surprised. Well, you got to be a pretty good actor, my friend. You you need an Oscar Award to let people know that you did not know this secret. But to hide a king, a king for six years, right under the nose of the wicked queen, and nobody catch wind of it. Nobody finds out about it. But this seven-year-old boy now, he's seven years old, and don't you know that Jehoiada the priest did nothing but talk to him about the law of Moses and trained him to be a king while he hid out. Because, friend, at the ripe old age of seven years old, they brought him out. Jehoiada, 
did a couple of things. He got all the army together of Israel, met with them secretly, the captains of, of all these different regiments, and said, we're about to take out this wicked woman that has killed David's descendants, and we're going to make Joash king in Israel. He's seven years old, but we're going to make him king because I have trained him in the word of God. I've trained him to love the law of God, and we're it's time to make him uh, king. So he got all of them together, the, the army officials, and he got all of the priests together, the Levites, and they chose the day, and they brought out the king, and they did a coronation, and they anointed him, and uh, brought him in and said, long live the king. And Athaliah heard it and came running and said, treason, treason, treason. And they took her out of the house of God. They said, remove her from the house of God and kill her. Amen. And so they took her out, and a seven-year-old boy was now reigning in her stead. And yet Jehoshaphat, they hid him for seven years. She missed a seemingly insignificant baby, as I told you. When six years had passed, they anointed him. And I already told you a lot of this. I got ahead on my notes today. Amen. But you might ask, how does this sermon affect me? I'm not a future king. I'm not one that is going to take the place of somebody uh, of a imposter that's sitting on the throne. No. So you, I'm glad you asked me. Amen. I could hear you asking me, what does this have to do with me? What great deliverance is God hiding? <laughs> Woo, I feel the Holy Ghost. What great deliverance is God hiding for you in the church? Amen. He hid Joash in the church, Jehoiada and Jehoshabeth. They hid uh, Jehoshabeth. They hid this baby that was supposed to be the rightful king. They hid him in the church. They hid him in the temple. And I'm asking you, while some of your lives fall apart, while some of you wonder what direction that you are going to take, amen, I want to ask you, what great deliverance is God hiding for you in the church? You say, I don't go to church. That's the point. Amen. God has hidden for you some great blessing. And once you, you're, 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 you're involved with us. Amen. Uh, you're being blessed by our ministry. I'm believing and hoping, and I'm told that by people that you're being blessed by this ministry, these five minute sermons. And this last week, a pew full of you showed up at our church because we need that. We need that. Uh, there's a lot of times that I miss church because uh, you know, I am, you know, I'm so involved. I spend many, many hours a week in, in prayer here with you and preparing for these messages and reading to make sure that my life has devotion and in tune with God where when I, I can bring you something fresh every day, just like today. Amen. So a lot of times we're involved in all this and we don't attend church because we're preaching elsewhere or we're preparing for this. But it's been so refreshing the last few weeks to go back to our home church. And then this last week, a bunch of you came and I'm expecting a bunch of you this week because why there is a great blessing hiding for you in the church, hidden somewhere in the house of God is a new life for many of you. Amen. Uh, John Johnson, you will be. John Johnson says, I will be great. Praise God. You are and you will be, John, even greater. Listen to this. Maybe an imposter has ruled and reigned in your life while the true king is waiting in the wings to rescue you. How many people are in false religions? And you don't even know it. 
I mean, you would say, answer me today, no, I'm not in a false religion. But if it doesn't line up to the Word of God, my friend, it is a false religion, praise God. Or it's an incomplete religion, and it's just a religion and not an experience. Amen. When you truly serve God, you will get an experience with God, and you will get the joy of God, and you will get dedicated to God. Now, we waver. There's times in my life to where I didn't read the Bible like I needed to, and I've never read the Bible more in my life than than I have the last several years in my whole life. And I've read the Bible most of my life. But now there's this passion for the Word and for prayer and for preaching to you and ministering to you and other places. Folks, that's what we want in your life today. We want that hidden secret, that hidden king to come into your life. And when you go to church, you're going to find that king, praise God. You're finding him right here with me. And I'm excited about that. And I'm happy about that. And I will always be available to you and continue to be available to you. And we'll keep doing this. But oh, how I would love for you to go to the next level and find that secret king that is hidden, that king that's going to go ahead and take over your life life and, and, and just bless you. Amen. So listen to this. This is why God sent me and others to you to get your life blessed by the rightful King on the throne of your life today. Jesus Christ, the righteous. Amen. Let's have a coup d'etat today and throw the wicked queen off of the throne of our life. Whether it be complacency, whether it be sin, whether it be whatever it is, it's keeping you from the house of God. Whatever it is, it's keeping you from the Lord. Lord God Almighty, sitting on the throne of your life. He is hidden somewhere, and I'm revealing him today. I'm pulling him out of the temple today, and I've got the armies of God, the angels of the Lord with me, and I've got the Levites, the priests, the preaching, the anointing with me to tell you, let's bring out the king and coronate him in your life today. He's been hidden in the temple for the right moment. Many of you folks, I came here in 1990. 1990. And I told my wife, I've told you this before. I came here in 1990 back to Waco and I told my wife, I said, I want to reach my classmates. I just, I haven't seen them in years and decades. Uh, at the time, at the time, it had been about 11 years since I graduated and you graduated, but now it's been 40 years. But at the time, all through the years, I said, I want to reach my classmates. I want to bless my classmates. And folks, it was not until the right timing came along to where my preaching traveling slowed down because of keeping our grandson and, and different things. A lot of work was piled up with work that I quit scheduling a lot of preaching. And I said, well, I got to preach. So I started the five-minute sermons. And for seven years, we've been doing the prayer meeting, but live for the last few months. But I started this and I did not know. I had no clue that all of a sudden, Tammy Gillespie, Haley Driscoll, John Johnson, Regina Biddle, Diane Rao Curry, Sherry Kroll Hutchins, um, Robert Womack, Don Hegg, I could just keep going and going and going of my classmates started becoming a part of this ministry, a vital part of this ministry. And, uh, and I know I left people out and I, and I love you all and all the ones that are out of town that we've met, uh, uh, Evelyn Little and, and, uh, man, Penny Adcock's on today. Our good friend from Elba, Alabama. Amen. People from around the world are on today. Greg and Mary Harris, pastors, uh, 
founding pastors in Mississippi. Amen. All of you are on today because, listen, God destined us for this time. And now we're blowing the trumpet and saying, let the king reign in your heart. It's time to elevate the real king in your life and get rid of all the imposters. Amen. All of the things that are keeping you away from God. Uh, grow in God. Get better in God. Notice that your life is changing. Uh, realize that you don't do some of the bad things you used to do or you do them less frequently. Amen. I'm not here to sit in judgment of you, but I am here to preach the word to you. And the Bible does talk about that we will be clean in our lives. We will walk in holiness of God. Amen. And that's what we're to do today. There's been many false interpretations of holiness, but the true definition of holiness, as far as I'm concerned, is the character of God. I need the character of God, love, joy, peace, gentleness, goodness, meekness, temperance, faith, long-suffering. These are the holiness characteristics of God. I'm going to love you. I'm going to have joy. I'm going to have peace. I'm going to be gentle. I'm going to have gentleness, love, joy, peace, gentleness, goodness. I'm going to be good to people, meekness. I'm going to walk with power under control. I'm going to be meek, meekness, Temperance, which means moderation, which I am drastically working on right now. Amen. Moderation in everything. Amen. Moderation. Long-suffering. I'm going to long-suffer with you. If you don't do everything that I think scripturally, and folks on Facebook, I see it all. I see some of our five-minuters, and I think, Ugh, that kind of was a little different. But, but nonetheless, listen to me. You're growing in God. I'm growing in God. Now, I'm the speaker here, and so I'm growing in God, folks. I'm here to tell you, I have not done everything right in my life, even as a preacher, even as a minister of God. I'm just going to be honest with you today. I've not always done everything right in my life. I have gotten carnal. I've gotten cold in the Lord at times. I have not done everything right. But because of this setting, the five-minute sermons, the prayer time, Folks, it has revolutionized my life to want to please God. I was watching something last night before prayer time, and something something that was not good came on. I said, oh, Jesus, forgive me. I don't want my mind on that, Lord. We're getting ready to go pray, and we're watching these Netflix, and we're watching Amazon Prime. You know, after a hard day's work, I started 4.30 in the morning, and I go all the way till almost 9 at night, almost nonstop. And two of those are major ministry things. And so I don't have a lot of time on my hands. So when I wind down, I don't go in there and read uh, before prayer meeting. I go in there, eat my supper, and then I just watch Netflix or something, try to find something harmless or whatever. But last night, when I, I just want to be honest with you, last night I saw something on there and I thought, oh God, just before prayer meeting, forgive me, Father. Lord God, help me, Lord Jesus. I got to go pray with these people. And I've allowed myself to see something. I didn't plan it. I didn't go looking for anything. But uh, just watching this movie, and I was convicted in my soul and, and had to repent and say, Lord, I got to go in there and pray now. And I want to be pure in my heart. But just that quickly, God forgives us. So Sonny Kathy is not here to judge you today. Sharon Walker, good to see you today. I know you uh, you couldn't be with us a lot last night on prayer, but uh, we appreciate her growth in God. Sharon is fired up in God now. Sharon is totally fired up in God, and all of you are, and I love you, and in Jesus' name, I, I just want to see you put the rightful king on the throne of your life, and I want to put him on the throne of my life today. In Jesus' name, we got to do that, and so to do that, 
uh, the Bible said that they hid Joash in the house of God. So you're going to find your king in the house of God. And many of you did that this Sunday with us. And this coming Sunday, this week, this Sunday, I'm inviting all of our locals to come to New Day Fellowship, Family Fellowship, and be with us again. You loved Brother Chance. You loved uh, the ministry. You loved, uh, you cried, you you wept, amen. And this week we want you the same ones again that can. And then we want new ones that have indicated that you want to come also. But let's go find our king in the house of God, Joash. And let's get rid of the Athaliahs in our life. The ones that are uh, that are imposters. They're posers. They're not supposed to be there and they're dangerous. Amen. I love you all. We want to pray now. I want to just pray that God will bless you. If you're coming on late today, uh, uh, then please uh, go back and view this sermon. I, I think it's just one of the better ones that God has given me uh, to dethrone the false gods in your life and the false, uh, all the things that are keeping you from God. And let's get involved. Amen. Let's get involved in, 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 stay involved in this and let's get involved in church. Amen. And let's more than anything get involved with Jesus on a more intimate level. I love you all. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we just ask the blessings of God in the lives of all of my friends and family. I ask you to bless them today. Keep them safe. And Lord, we trust and believe you for great things. Amen. In Jesus' name. Folks, share me on your wall right now. And let's let other people know about this. I'll tell you that every day and I'll continue to tell you because sometimes we forget. But share me on your wall and let's get more people watching. And uh, in Jesus' name, I'll see you tonight at 8 p.m. For, for Intercessors Unlimited. All of our prayer ambassadors, I love you all. And God bless you. See you tonight. John, love you, man. Be safe today. Sharon says, love you all. Amen. Good to see. Uh, Venus says, break every chain. John says, good word. Francis, good to see you. Rory Chance, our pastor's son uh, from uh, Louisiana Zone. We welcome you, Rory. Your dad preached a masterpiece this weekend. Many of our five-minute sermon folks got to go and hear him, and they were all so blessed by your dad and Moni and the entire church. I'll tell you, we got a great church. Love all of you. Later, taters, John says. <laughs> Sharon says, love you all. Amen. Bye-bye, folks. Please share me. Mommy. Mm. Oh my goodness. <laughs>